Hey, Rich Grimshaw here, and you're listening to my daily podcast practice show that I do every single day. This is for Friday, June 25th of 2021, so thanks for dropping by. I appreciate it. Today, according to nationaltoday.com, is, and (laughs) I really like this one, it is, today is, please take my kids to work today. (laughs) That's a good idea. Uh, we won't go into the history of it and the reasons I think it's self-explanatory, <laughs> but I give the person who came up with it a lot of points for originality. Hey, big news today. I got a text from my friend, Simple Joe from Cincinnati, Ohio, asking me if I would be on his podcast, the Simple Joe podcast. And I said, sure, sure enough. That sounds like fun. We can talk about kudzu and stuff. Actually, we're going to talk about something other than kudzu. So that's going to happen. It's going to be a thing, but it's not going to happen right away. It's going to be later in July. I've got a few things on my plate that I need to, I just need to get done. I'm going to be kind of busy the next couple of weeks, and I want to relax and enjoy that event when it happens. So, Joe, thank you very much for the invitation. I look forward to, to talking with you and being on your show. I've got some good news for you. If you have a library book that's overdue, this is from the UPI Odd news. Overdue book returned to Michigan Library after about 70 years. Yeah. From June 25th from the United Press International, a Michigan library received a long overdue book in the mail along with a letter from the daughter-in-law of the woman who checked it out in the 1940s. The Ann Arbor District Library said in a Facebook post that the copy of Social Studies in the Public Schools of Ann Arbor, Michigan, grades 3 to 6, it's a page-turner, was returned via mail, that's U.S. Postal Service mail, after being about 70 years overdue. The book was checked out by Mary Roland Fisher, who worked as an art teacher at at Tappan, T-A-P-P-A-N, Tappan, I'm going to call that Tappan, Tappan Middle School and Northside Elementary in Ann Arbor until retiring in 1966. Carrie McGill, Fisher's daughter-in-law, mailed the book back to the library along with a letter explaining the overdue tome. Quote, Please accept this rather late overdue book return. Apparently, Mary Rowland overlooked the due date. She was a local teacher preparing to start a family at the time. Perhaps you might consider waiving the fine as Mary passed away in 1967, unquote. Yeah, you're going to have to beat that out of the estate and you're not going to get it. So the library confirmed in its Facebook post that it would not attempt to collect any fines for the late return. Good judgment on your part. Very good judgment. <laughs> That's cute. I wonder what box they found the book in. Wow. Let's let's look at that title again. Social Studies in the Public Schools of Ann Arbor, Michigan, grades 3 to 6. So was that a textbook or was that uh, a, a treatise on how they should teach? I wonder. Huh. I don't think that if I went to the library or even if I went to Amazon that I could find a book called Social Studies in the Public Schools of Forsyth County, Georgia, grades 3 to 6. I just don't think I could do that. But times have changed. Hey, let's go to a question. We're going to go to 350 pretty good questions to ask, and we're going to go to number 123 because I like it. What languages do you wish you could speak? Well, I'd like to speak all of them. I like the thought of being able to speak in different languages, but the problem is I struggle enough with my own English, and I have barely a grasp of anything else. So when I was in kindergarten, 
our kindergarten teacher, Mrs. Kanabi, she was German. I think she was German, or she was married to her. Well, she knew German, I know that. And she taught us a little bit of German. And that's when I first started learning a little bit of a foreign language. My paternal grandmother, Aurelia Matthias, she also came from a German household. In fact, they spoke German in that household. And I remember seeing her baptism or confirmation certificate hanging in a frame on the wall, and it was all in German. So she knew German. Uh, anyhow, I got a smattering of... Uh, uh, words, which I can't even remember now. <laughs> so in high school, I took German some more. And then in college, I took even more German. And it did me absolutely no good. But I suppose if I had to try to talk in the language, that's where I would go. Because I've tried other languages, uh, like Spanish. And I've crashed and burned. I just, I just can't get it. Of course, I haven't... I tried to learn that much later in life. And that's a bad time to learn a new language. You just can't do it. But... I like the romantic languages. I would like to be able to speak Spanish. I would like to be able to speak Italian and French. I like the sound of Italian and French. Yeah, I just like them. They're they're just nicer. But I think it would also be a hoot to speak some of the Baltic languages, like, like Russian or Czechoslovakian or whatever they call those languages over there. <laughs> but you know what? I never will because I'm not going to try. I just really don't... Uh, don't have it in my heart to, to push. I, I think the kind of language that I'm going to try to speak more better in the future is my own language on this podcast, but also the language of music. I'm working hard on that, re, redoubling my efforts from my past life to just get better at that. And I think that's going to carry me for hmm, some more years as I get more older. That'll do it for today. I'm Rich Grimshaw, and you are invited to join me again tomorrow. Thanks for listening.